0: Good morning, and welcome to Monday morning, October the 14th, in Year C, Proper 24, or the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. In the Revised Common Lectionary, we'll read the first uh, verses of the week in the lectionary, which is Jeremiah 31, verses 27 through 34. Um, I'll read the passage and I'll give some thoughts, and then I'll offer prayer along those themes. This is also my son Ezra's 8th birthday this morning. Happy birthday, buddy, here on When I Rise. Jeremiah 31, verses 27-34 through 34. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the kingdoms of Israel and Judah with the offspring of people and of animals, just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow, destroy, and bring disaster, so I'll watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. In those days, people will no longer say, the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will set on edge. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah, It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law on their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will know me from the least to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. This is the word of God for us. Let me share just a couple thoughts from Jeremiah 31 before we turn to a time of prayer. This is the part of Jeremiah's book that is called the book of consolations because even though God has shared that disaster will come upon his people and doom and gloom, Towards the end of the book of Jeremiah, there's this book of consolations. There's these promises and there's this hope for restoration. And so um, God desires to restore the people of Israel. And what we see is that there's a hyper-restoration that's taking place or, or that God promises Jeremiah is concerned with the territories of Judah. And if you remember in Old Testament history, the 12 tribes of Israel were divided in two after the reign of Solomon in uh, the generations following. And so the Israel was known as the 10 northern kingdoms and Judah was known as Judah and Benjamin. And so um, Jeremiah is particularly prophesying during the time of 586 BC when the Neo-Babylonians came and took them into exile. Well, in 721 BC, Uh, Assyria another uh, empire and group of nations uh, set out against uh, the people of Israel and took them away and so what we find here is something striking because in Jeremiah 31 God is wanting to restore not just Judah the immediate uh, set of events that, that Jeremiah is working with, but also the kingdom of Israel that he wants to reach all the way back, that he wants to reach and restore all of the story from Israel's past. What we see is this, this mondo hi, hyper-redemption and lift that's going to take place within God's world. And the language that's used here is striking because if we remember all the way back in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10, Jeremiah's unique call was to um, uproot and to tear down and to build and to plant. And so up to this point, God's been uprooting, he's been tearing down his people, but he's promising here, as he promised through Jeremiah in his initial call, that he's going to build and to plant. He's going to bring a a present restoration for a future flourishing for the people of Israel. It was a time of, of desolation and of winnowing before, but now it's the planting season. Uh, where something new is going to happen. And notice what God's going to do. There's this language that he's going to do something brand new, a new covenant, but with the same people. And I find that to be uh, quite encouraging that God doesn't give up on his story, that he doesn't scrap story one and start uh, from fresh uh, blank screen story two. But he takes that old Complicated story one, and he and he works within it, and he doesn't give up on it. And I hope that that is an encouragement to us that God doesn't scrap things; He actually tries to renovate and to restore. And so, what we see is that though the night has passed for this season of the people of Israel, that a new day is dawning, and that God uh, senses some sorrow here that uh, a, a young generation had to pay for their parents. Misdoings and their sins, as we see in that proverbial statement. And so now God is going to restore and He's going to allow each generation to be accountable for itself. And so God's doing a new thing here. And so there's a lot of things that we could be praying for. We could just be praying that God would do hyper restoration, that God would do more than we can ask or imagine, not just the things that we anticipate, but even more than that, just like He's promising here to not just restore Judah, but also Israel. And I think for some of us, we've been experiencing the night of faith where it seems like there's a winnowing, there seems to be a distance, there seems to be a lack of clarity or a darkness. And it's just like the people of Israel or the people of Judah, they, they were experiencing just, just a winnowing and it didn't seem like their story was going anywhere. Uh, but God was allowing a new day to dawn and so maybe that's what we need to pray, be praying for our lives or for our loved ones' lives, is that God would bring a new and fresh start for some people around us. So let's spend some time praying on those themes this morning. God, we thank you for the start of a new week and of a new day. We thank you that, as your word says, that your mercies are new every single morning, that great is your faithfulness. So God, we thank you this morning that our lives can be brimming full of hope because you're the God of our past. You're the God with us today. You're the God of our future. And so we place all of who we are into your hands. We know that since you're a good God, um, you will cause restoration and hope and you'll cause things to flourish around us. And so we thank you for Israel's story how uh, you continue to work within this same story that you brought a new thing to the same group of people even though they had experienced winnowing and desolation and many years perhaps a few generations of unknowing of not knowing what's going to happen next be thinking that you didn't give up on them you don't give up on us and so god this day i pray that if we greet this day uh, with a bit Of dismay, if it's uh, with some consternation or lack of hope, we think that we can stand with the story of Israel and know that you're not done with us, that you're going to continue in our story, that all is not lost, that there's still juice in our lives and in our story. And so God, we pray that you would convince us that you are for us and not against us, that nothing shall separate us from the love of God that we find in Jesus Christ. God, we pray that a new day would dawn for us. There are some of us that we need to catch a break. We need to lift. We need a new hope we need a fresh word a word in season that will cause us to cast new vision and to be animated again and so god i pray for my friends who greet this day and they need a word uh, to well up in their souls and in their minds uh, to energize them to invigorate them for fruitful and good work and so god i pray that you'd speak to them today in different ways speak through circumstances or speak through a Unexpected phone call, or speak through an uncanny occurrence, through the scripture text, through the silence of prayer. God, I pray that a word would wash over us, and that it would give us enthusiasm for the days ahead. So, God, I pray that you'd have a lift in our lives and lift those around us. May we sense a new thing coming into being even today. May we find an evidence of it. May we hear a whisper of it. May we see confirmation of it. May we. Have a fresh dreams and a space today to to daydream and to brainstorm and to foreshadow what you might be doing in our lives in the days ahead. And I pray that that enthusiasm would be contagious, that it would pour over into our families, into our friends' networks, into our workplaces. God, I pray that today would be a day where a fresh fire of passion and enthusiasm would would cause us to dream and to be given over to wonder. So we thank you, God, that you're a gracious God, gracious because you give us new beginnings. So we pray that you'd start within us today. I pray in Jesus's name. Amen.